Welcome back in high school hysteria, the coaching carousel of Palm Beach County football. We thought was stopped, but then a few more stops had to be made here. And now the latest one coming at Olympic Heights where they had themselves a new permanent head coach. And it comes in the form of Brandon Knight, named the new head coach of the Lions after their spring and now getting ready for the fall. Coach, you look at it, it's year number two in Boca Raton. Could you ever envision that by year two, you now be the head man in charge? Uh, not at all. Um, I have been really been praying about the situation for the last three or four years um, about a head coaching position. And I really didn't think it was going to open up here at Boca. Um, but I'm very excited, get my feet wet, and then we have a great program. And I'm just excited about it. How much does it help the team to have someone that was here last year? I know last year was a weird year. You had some teams playing four games. You had some teams playing two games. But how much does it help with the transition that you did experience that with this team? Yeah, I think it helps out a lot. I think the players are now comfortable with me. Uh, I, think, I know they're excited um, as they found out the news of you know, Coach Wall not coming back. I think after talking to a lot of players, they were very excited that I was promoted to the head coaching position. And I think that goes well with our guys to kind of keep that camaraderie going and just to build a program. Brian Rhodes here with new Olympic Heights head coach, Brandon Knight. Being a defensive guy, it's weird in football. You don't see that one role that's like, okay, whereas in baseball, you know, if you're a catcher, you're basically guaranteed a manager job. In football, it's all over the place. So from your eyes, why does it make sense to hire a defensive coordinator as a head coach? Um. I think we have a different mentality. We're a little bit tougher, I believe, on the defensive side. We like hitting people. You know, we're a little bit crazier. Um, I know we're here at Olympic Heights. You know, we, did have, we did pretty well last year in the first time defense as they learned new defense last year. Um, but going into the, my second year, I've actually made the switch to the offensive side. We'll you know, take control of the offense this coming fall, and I've hired a new defensive coordinator. So it'll be interesting the transition um, going from offense or defense to offense and how the players respond to that. What is that like for you? You're someone that played on the defensive side of the ball. You coached the defense. Now to make that transition, what's that been like for you? It's been exciting. I've been learning a lot. Um, they know you always say you're never done, done learning. Um, and I spent the last couple of weeks kind of learning the offensive side. Um, you know, even in high school, I played a little bit of receiver and quarterback and stuff like that. I've coached the running backs. So I've been in the, in the room with quarterbacks in line as we do game preparation and stuff. So it's not brand new, but it's definitely exciting to actually get a chance on the offensive side now. New Olympic Heights head coach, Brendan Knight, joining us here on High School Hysteria. We see so much with high school recruiting. A lot of kids are almost dismissive of these smaller schools or the non-FBS schools because they're waiting for that big one. For you, someone that played at the FCS level, how does that help in recruiting and letting kids know how important it is just to get that education no matter where the school is? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of kids today, they want to see their name in lights. They want to be the big FBS Division One kid. And they really forget about the smaller schools. Like, uh, talking with Kaiser the last couple of weeks and Southeastern and St. Thomas, like, if you're playing ball on Saturday, you're doing something special. You know, there's millions of kids across the country that are playing high school football and a very small percentage actually can play college. So I think they're very quick to dismiss the D3s, the D2s, but there's great football being played at those levels. Um, you know, you think about Carson Newman and, you know, uh, Wisconsin Whitewater. Those guys are powerhouses in Division Two and Division Three, and that's some good football. Coach played at Liberty, which was FCS at the time. They've now made the move up. How much does it help to connect with kids that you've played high school ball and that you also played collegially and went through many of the same things that they went through? 
yeah, I think it's, it's a big connection with those type of guys. Um, you know, they see it. That that's something they they are pushing to get to, and to have somebody that's been there and done that, that they can rely on, that they can bounce ideas off of. You know, just get advice. And I've had several players come ask, "Coach, what about this? Or what about that? Should I be doing this? Or should I be doing that?" You played here. You understand this. So I think it's just it goes well to connect with those type of guys that you know I've played on Friday nights and I played on Saturdays. Last couple of things here with Coach Knight. You got a little bit of a late head start in terms of the spring and, you know, ultimately getting this permanent head coaching job. What are the goals for this season that, knock on wood, is expected to be a pretty normal season to what we're used to here in Palm Beach County? Yeah, I think um, some of the goals we have is to start building that culture, that brotherhood, um, getting these guys to buy into what we're trying to do here. Um, and this, you know, making football fun again for these kids. Um, they've had some rough seasons and getting back to winning. Um, we have a very, very tough schedule with our district. Um, but I think the kids are buying in. They're in the weight room. We had 35 guys yesterday in the first day of the weight room. We expect to have 50 guys today. So I think they're starting to buy in. Um, so the expectation is going to be high going into the fall. And then for you, you know, a tough spring game defeats Somerset Canyons, a tight game. How much have you thought about week one and that first game as the head coach of a team in the fall moving forward? It, it's played through my mind pretty much every night since the spring game. Um, you know, the players have joked about me making my debut in the spring game and all that. But I said, no, I mean, that's just the spring game. Uh, let's wait till the fall, that week one. Even even kickoff classic, they're trying to push for that to be the week one. I said, that's just, that doesn't count either. So let's get to that first game, week one. Um, but I'm excited about it. Um, you know, the outcome wasn't great in the spring game. But again, we only played our starters for the first half. Um, so to see that those guys have peaked for four quarters, you know, gives me goosebumps, gets me excited about it. Coach, night in Olympic Heights in summer condition, getting set for the fall. Coach, best of luck the rest of the way, and uh, congrats on the new gig. Uh, thank you, guys, for having me. I look forward to speaking guys even more. Thank you to Brian Rhodes for being our trusted voice on High School Hysteria, which is brought to you by TrustBridge Health. TrustBridge Health C-Star program provides grief support to children and teens throughout our community. Visit TrustBridge.com for more information. Again, thank you to Brian McLovin Rowitz. And of course, thank you to Coach Brandon Knight. Thank you to Chi Chi Gonzalez for joining us earlier in the day. Thank you to Joe Rigotti for making this ship sail. Thank you to you guys more than anything for listening. We're not going anywhere. It may be summer vacation, but hysteria is here for you all summer long. So stay locked in to ESPN 106.